What is up, peeps? Mr. Garbling here. Hey, listen to some Tracy Chapman fast car. If you don't have that one in your playlist, check it out. It's a good tune. Guys, excited to be here today. Today, in we're going to go over Chapter 9, Section 5, and talk about checks and balances. And you have to remember that the framers of the Constitution wanted to create a government that gave the federal government plenty of power, but there were many people that were fearful that that power uh, would be abused. And one of the beautiful things about our country is we have something called checks and balances, okay? And we're going to see how checks and balances allows each of the three branches of government to kind of oversee and keep an eye on the other branches. Now, the first thing that I want us to do is realize that our three branches of government almost act as a three-headed monster. We have the executive branch, the legislative, and the judicial branch. And each branch uh, has the ability to check the power of the other branch. What we mean by that is if the president of the United States does something goofy, okay, both the Supreme Court or Congress can step in and prevent the president from doing things. And the same goes for all groups of, of people. If Congress tries to pass uh, a bill and the president doesn't like it, he can stop it. And that's called checks and balances. Okay, Now, the whole idea of checks and balances is that Douglas wanted to balance uh, – between a strong national government and give protections for individual freedom. So they wanted to make sure that no single branch was abusing its power. And if you think about it, the three branches are basically acting as a watchdog over the other branches. And they prevent anyone from any one branch from becoming uh, too powerful or from abusing their power. Now, let's go over a few examples okay, of checks and balances. And we're going to talk more about this. Uh, in class, but you have to realize that these, this is one of the greatest things in our constitution. So first off, an example of checks and balances, the president can veto a bill passed by Congress. So if Congress tries to pass a crazy law, and let's say they're trying to give uh, all people in the United States with blonde hair, uh, you know, $5,000 on January 1st, the, when the president gets that bill, he has two options. He can sign it and that bill will become law or he can veto it. And if he vetoes it, that's a perfect example of the president saying, hey, Congress, this isn't a good law. I'm not going to allow you to do that. Now, Congress can override a presidential veto. Again, this is checks and balances still. Even if the president says, guys, I don't think it's a good idea that we give all blonde haired uh, you know, people extra money on January 1st, Congress can actually override a presidential veto with a two-thirds vote in both houses. Okay, now, that would be pretty crazy. So you have Congress trying to pass a, a bill, the president shows some checks and balances and vetoes it, but then Congress can still override a presidential veto. Okay, at that point in time, the Supreme Court could step in. Okay, because we've already dealt with the legislative branch and the executive branch. Now the judicial branch could come in and say they could declare that law as being unconstitutional. Okay, and remember we talked about that last uh, last podcast. That's one of the great powers of of the judicial branch and the Supreme Court is judicial review. So they can declare a law or an act as being unconstitutional. 
other examples of checks and balances that the president nominates Supreme Court justices, but they're confirmed by the Senate. So you have the executive branch nominating a Supreme Court justice, but they have to be confirmed by the legislative branch. Um, other examples are the president signs treaties with other nations, but they must be improved by the Senate. So again, the president's negotiating treaties or science treaties, but those treaties have to be signed by the legislative branch. And then last but not least, should a president or government official abuse their power, they can be impeached. So another example of, uh, of checks and balances is the whole impeachment process. Okay, so if the president were to first say, uh, let's say, accept bribes, charges would be brought against him in the House of Representatives, the legislative branch. And then the Senate would act as the jury and the Supreme Court would preside over the case. So all of those are just a few examples of how the three branches of government can kind of oversee uh, what each branch is doing. And if they feel a, a certain branch is abusing their power, they can step in. Guys, look forward to talking to you here soon. Thanks for listening. See you later.